The festive season is upon us. And with the festive season, not only does it come with the fun and joy and experience with family, but also for many people who are, you know, in the space of nutrition, dieting, whatever you want to call it, they're trying to lose weight specifically. For them, it becomes a time where it's a bit daunting from the perspective of their goals. They, they wonder, you know, how do I stay on track? You know, what do I do? Is it even a futile effort perhaps? These things are, you know, concerns for many people. And that's why today I wanted to actually just quite simply share 12 ways to navigate the festive season from a obviously nutrition point of view in order to stay on track with your fat loss goals or at least reduce as much of the quote-unquote damage, I don't like using that word in this context, reducing that kind of impact from your food during this period of time. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. Welcome to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. This podcast is for athletes of all levels who want to level up their nutrition to level up their game. Join me as I explore the world of nutrition, health, and performance. Each week, I dive into a new topic to help expand your knowledge, separate truth from myth, and change your perspective so you can start winning the right way and reach your peak potential. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian nutrition coach. Let's go. Welcome back to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian and nutritionist. And today we're talking the festive season. Specifically, we're talking about 12 ways that you can help navigate through the festive season better. So at least that you are getting at least closer to your goals during this period or that you are not distancing yourself away from it necessarily. Okay. In a way, I'm going to call this the festive dozen. Okay. I was going to call it the clean dozen, you know, like playing words from the dirty dozen to the clean dozen, but I just, you know, I just don't like using the word clean when it comes to nutrition because it can be interpreted in in the wrong way, in the way that I don't really support thinking about nutrition as, if that makes sense. Anyway, not enough of that. Let's get into it. So essentially what I'm going to go through is a list of 12 things that you can implement in your life during this festive season coming up to kind of navigate it, kind of, you know, go through the flow, but still enjoy, of course, but maybe, just maybe reduce some of that that impact that the food game can have during the festive season on specifically your fat loss goal. So that way, if you are trying to lose you know, weight and you're trying to maintain some level of control over your goal, hopefully some of these things will at least help you uh, do so or do so more effectively or be in a position where you're more likely, there's a more likely chance that you're not going to fall off track. Yeah, that's in a nutshell. So let's get into it. Number one is you want to knuckle down on your protein intake, okay? You want to knuckle down on your protein intake because if you can still maintain a good level of protein throughout this period, you're going to at least be accountable to one very important macro, you know, because it's going to be very hard at times to adhere to the to the carbs and fats. And, you know, it doesn't even mean that you have to be counting those necessarily. But protein is one of those ones where if you can maintain control over it, you'll be in a much better position not only from a satiety point of view, but also protein's more metabolically active when you eat it. So it technically gives you a little bit of an edge, nothing you know miraculous or anything, but it does give you a bit of an edge. Plus it allows you to at least focus on your nutrition in some way. If you focus on protein, you at least will ensure the overall 
dieting will be in a relatively good place, you know, or at least a stable place. And it's really a nice low-hanging fruit because it's quite easy to do, especially over the festive season. You shouldn't be able to, you know, be in a position where you're not able to up your protein or keep your protein flowing in the right direction. So definitely, number one, knuckle down on your protein intake. Number two is kind of linked to that, but I still wanted to add that to it. It's focus on lean meats. So with the festive season, there's going to be a variety of different protein sources you can be going for. And meats are a big part of it. It's a big staple for many people's Christmas time. But if you can focus on lean meats more so than you know the more fatty meats, you know the sausages, the uh, pork bellies, those sort of things, and processed meats, then you'll be in even a better position because you'll be kind of optimizing your protein at the same time. But also a lot of the calories can come from those fatty meats and processed meats because of the amount well of fat in it. So if you can keep it lean, keep the sources good, you'll at least be shaving off some potential calories there. Again, doesn't mean you have to just eat lean meats, okay? Uh, but you know, if you can focus on them, it will help. Number three is limit your liquid calories. Okay, in a in a sense, go sugar free, but just like make sure that you're you're not drinking your calories. Now, I'm not saying you can't. Like, if you're gonna do it, you're gonna do it. Like even you know, even with all these things implemented, it's not a guarantee that you'll be able to be maintaining a calorie deficit to lose weight. But it's gonna put you in a position where you're more likely to do so. And one such easy way to do that is just shave away those liquid calories because they're just too easy to overconsume, and you can consume them on top of your food anyway so you're just adding more calories on top of calories if you're already doing sugar-free or you know not drinking your liquid calories then just keep that going but if you're someone that is drinking a lot of you know drinks that have sugar and calories maybe a way to shave calories over the festive season is to maybe make that swap even if it is just for the festive season just to you know, reduce some of that impact elsewhere. You know, it's kind of like reducing your margins of error, so to speak. Number four is maintain a movement regimen. So this is not really nutrition, but it is important as well because people tend to forget that while you're not exercising for fat loss necessarily because, you know, the food is the biggest part of that equation and plus you should be focusing on exercise for the other benefits. It is also one of those things where, Moving does still help. <laughs> you know, if, you're, if you're moving, you're expending more energy and you're keeping yourself healthy. So don't let yourself slip up there and think, oh, you know, it's the holiday season, you know, I'll relax, I won't worry about it. The, the fact of the matter is if you can keep some level of movement in, if it's continuing to go to the gym, if it's going for walks or more walks, if it's just moving about, doing what you can to increase your incidental activity, these things are important. They can just be that little bit of a difference maker when it comes to this. So just, you know, it's, it's something to consider. Just make sure you don't get, you know, you know, quote unquote lazy over Christmas season just because it's the Christmas season. You know, your your body will still thrive on movement. So keep that up. Number five is level up your veggie game. I know, cliche, boring, blah, 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 veggie game. But no, seriously, like if you can level up your veggie game over the festive season, especially, it will help reduce potentially some of the caloric load that can come from the other foods. And it can understand different ways. The biggest way it does it, though, is is for reducing the sheer amount of portions you can have for the other more caloric foods. So one of the strategies that, you know, you can work on is, you know, when you're going for like someone's Christmas party, load up on the proteins and the veggies first, you know, half a plate of veggies or more and just a bunch of protein and fill up on those first because they're going to be, first of all, less calories per volume, but also they're going to help fill you up. So you're less likely to then overindulge in all the fun stuff you're going to be eating, which are super high in calorie. So it kind of creates some mitigating factor there by doing this. But just keeping your veggie game up will 
well, gives you an excuse to start working on your veggies if you haven't already done so. And it will help reduce your the amount that you can actually eat elsewhere because it will fill you up on very low calorie foods essentially. So that's a way to kind of reduce your 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 impact on the fat loss side of things, but also it's healthy. So why not kind of freshen up your, your meals with more veggies? There's no reason you can't enjoy veggies as part of your overall enjoyment at the festive season with all the other yummy, yummy foods. Number six is the plate, what I call the plate it, then eat it strategy. So depending on the type of party that it is, if it's a like a you know proper sit down lunch or dinner with uh, family or friends or whatever it may be, then very well it could be that you're already kind of going to be doing this as a standard because you're sitting down, you're getting plated foods, all that sort of stuff. But if you're at like one of those parties where you're just like socializing, moving around, mingling, and then there's a lot of finger foods and that sort of stuff, well, that can get out of hand very quickly because what happens is you're mindlessly eating and snacking and when we, it's, it's known when you eat food that way, you know, standing up, moving around, socializing, plus, you know, finger foods. And especially the kind of foods that usually are served at these kind of parties, you're you're more likely to go over your calories very quickly. But if you can like maybe use the plate they have there, you know, just grab a plate, plate it on your plate first, then eat it. You're at least going to help regulate this pattern. You're going to help at least create an environment where you're more mindful. Okay, you're more mindful about what you're eating, and therefore, when you're more mindful about what you're eating, the satiety cues are better, hunger and satiety, and then the, all these things together can create an environment whereby you're not going to necessarily overeat for the sake of it or accidentally, but you're going to eat and enjoy, but still keep to some level of accountability. So plate it, then eat it can be very helpful. Now, number seven is slow down eating speed, okay? In other words, pace yourself. When you slow down eating speed, you give your, time, you give your body sorry, time to catch up to your satiety cues. So it's kind of like mindfulness. You're giving your body time to go, oh, yeah, no. Nah. I'm full. Well, I'm good. Whereas if you eat very quickly, and especially if it's among socializing where that reduces your mindfulness even more so, and you're not pacing yourself, you'll be like, oh, I've, I've, I've created, <laughs> I've created quote unquote damage here before your body goes, hey, hey, come on, I'm, I'm, I'm full, you know? So it just creates a uh, position where you maybe overeat without even knowing it. So slow down the eating speed, pace yourself, and you'll see how much better it is. And that brings us to eight, which is, again, similar along the lines of number seven, which is eat to satiety, not false indulgence, aka what's called indulge mindfully, okay? Indulge mindfully. Now, you're probably thinking, how's this different? It's different. It's connected, but it's different. This is the point where you don't want to just eat and be like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm indulging these foods because it's delicious, but then you're like super full, but you're like, oh, but these foods are going to go, I, you know, I really want to eat them, and you're force eating them, or what some people do, which is, you know, the wrong mindset is, oh, it's Christmas time. This is my only opportunity. I can have to eat these foods because I have to get back to my, you know, boring, you know, ridiculous diet after all this. And then you just force eat. Now, again, if you're going to do it, do it. I'm not going to judge you. You can do what you want to do. It's time to enjoy. I get that. But at the same time, if you're expecting yourself to stay on track with your fat loss goals, that's where the caveat is. Okay. This is all kind of predicated on the fact that you were trying to reduce that damage over Christmas or that you're trying to at least lose some weight even over Christmas, which, you know, I don't think you need to worry about, you know, even if it means just maintaining weight, that could be good enough, you know. But if you're trying to like really kind of level things up there, even during Christmas, you're going to have to, something's got to give, you know. There's going to have to be compromise somewhere. So eating satiety, not forced indulgence, aka, like I said, indulge mindfully is going to be important. Just even to the point where you feel good, you know. Don't just eat for the sake of eating and expect the results are going to be the same. That's all I want to say there. 
Number nine is limit alcohol consumption, especially on an empty stomach, okay? An empty tummy can impact you more, therefore make you more likely to be inebriated, which will be more likely you're gonna choose the, the wrong way of eating after that. But also it's just not gonna feel good. It's not, you know, it's not good in any sense of imagination because then you're gonna displace the actual nutritious foods as well. But just in general, just, just go to the fundamental there, which I said was limit alcohol consumption. So again, you could be like, you know, uh, F you Alexa, I'm not, I'm not doing that over Christmas. And that's perfectly fine. I completely understand it. These are all ideas. You don't even have to do all of these things. But alcohol contributes a significant hit of calories. It contributes a significant hit of calories on top of your food intake. So it doesn't displace calories elsewhere. And what tends to happen with people is they drink so much, they get drunk or, you know, tipsy. And then therefore that impacts their food choices and perception and mindfulness in itself. So in a three-pronged way, alcohol consumption can impact the way you control calories. Because of that, by cutting down your alcohol or, you know, completely if you want, but limiting it or choosing even maybe like, you know, the light versions, the less alcoholic versions, that can actually help reduce some of that caloric load and some of that impact that alcohol consumption can have. So just something to consider. Number 10 is hydrate yourself. So something that people don't realize is that hydrating yourself is such an important part of this picture, especially here in Australia where we, we, we have Christmas over summer. It gets hot and dehydration can mask itself as hunger, which makes you more likely to, you know, to overeat. But also by hydrating yourself and filling up on water, that's also going to help regulate your side even to a more high degree. So you're less likely to just overindulge anyway. So that way you can enjoy a little bit of the foods you want without going overboard. So maintain that hydration, hydrate yourself. 11 is get in your Zs. Something that people don't even think about during the year, let alone festive season, but it it warrants you know reminding and it warrants being on this list is maintaining a sleep hygiene routine and routine, you know, maintaining your sleep, getting good sleep. These things are so important from just health in general, but specifically when it comes to fat loss and festive season, it's going to help regulate your leptin and your ghrelin, which is the satiety and hunger hormones uh, respectively and because you help regulating them more you're more likely to be mindful eating you're more likely to eat to the point where you're satisfied and stop when you're full and all these sort of things whereas if the opposite is true plus you add in the festive season and the type of environment that it is and celebrations and all that sort of stuff and you know if you're like me you enjoy you love christmas you know you love the festivities spending time with family so things can go out of hand in that regard so if you don't get in your Z's, you're just creating an environment that makes it even harder in yourself. You know what I mean? So get in your Z's. Try and sleep well, as well as you can at least, and you'll, you'll be in a better position, okay? And then last, but definitely not least, and a bit of a different, uh, different, bit of a different tip, so to speak, than, than the others, but one that really warrants talking about, and that's number 12. I want you to embrace the mantra, whatever you want to call it, of quote-unquote experience first, bounce back next. Okay, so what I mean by that is at the end of the day, regardless of these strategies, regardless of your fat loss, regardless of what happens, Christmas is there to be enjoyed. I want you to first and foremost make sure that you are focusing on experience first, that you're enjoying it, spending time with family, not worrying about all the pitfalls of dieting and all that kind of uh, the mental side of things that that can cause. You know, At the end of the day, I want you to experience first. And then even if things go off track, it's okay. It is okay. You will be able to bounce back. And if you can bounce back individually, like for example, Christmas is Christmas, you know, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, and New Year's, whatever. But let's say you have like a like a series of parties going to. Just focus on those individual parties 
but then don't indulge before and after. Just kind of bounce back as quickly as possible. Do your plan as it is on the days when you're not celebrating and then just enjoy the days you are. And even if it means that on the days that you are, you're not using other strategies and you're going overboard, so be it. That's life. You'll bounce back later. It's not the end of the world. I'd rather you have a have a nice way of thinking about this rather than cause yourself such a poor food relationship going into January doubt, which is a lot, lot to fix, so to speak. So experience first, bounce back next. As long as you can bounce back quickly and get back on track as quickly as you can, it's the best thing you can do. And sometimes that's the only thing you can do, and that is okay. So remember that. Enjoy yourself, but remember you will have to bounce back, and the quicker you bounce back, the better it is. But you can still have a balance of both. Enjoying the experience first, then bouncing back and getting back on track with your with your nutrition. So yeah, that's the dozen. That's the dozen things I wanted to share with you and how to you know navigate the festive season while still staying on track to some degree uh, with fat loss or trying to. And I really hope it helps. I really hope you grab maybe at least a couple, maybe three or four, maybe even of these things to implement to see if it helps you. And let me know. You know, let me know how it goes. I'll be interested to hear how you went. And of course, if you're like, you know, if you're wanting to have me personally help you and guide you through this, you know, have me in your corner during all of them, you know, maybe kick off next year, you know, in January and start kicking off things towards your goal. Maybe you've been stuck this year and you want kind of someone to help you. You want a sports dietitian in your corner, so to speak. Let me know. Okay. Like in the show notes below, you'll be able to see all the details. You can reach out to me or you can find me on Instagram, the climbing dietitian, reach out there. But yeah, don't feel like you need to be doing this alone. Regardless of what happens, I hope these tips right here will give you some insight into how to navigate this festive season this year and help move you closer to those goals you're trying to go for. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. Um, I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can stay up to date whenever I drop an episode. You can also find me on socials where I regularly post valuable sports nutrition content to help you elevate your sports game, elevate your nutrition game and reach your peak potential. Simply search for The Climbing Dietitian and be sure to click follow. Until next time, stay safe and stay dedicated. See ya.